Hey, welcome to Made for More. I'm so glad you're joining us. Every single month, we come up with new content to help leaders, and I love it. We just celebrated one year. Um, thousands of you guys have subscribed, liked our videos on YouTube, um, shared it with your friends. Thanks for letting me know. I asked last month for you guys to like DM me, send me a message, let me know you're watching and it's or listening and we've heard such a cool response so thanks for letting me do that and be a part of your leadership journey i am with one of the great sought after leaders in america today dr dave martin we're glad you're here he just got done speaking all morning long at radiant church and dr dave is uh, an incredible Christian success, the number one Christian success coach in America, lead pastor of Motor City Church, a global speaker. You're all over. And uh, you have a brand new book out. What is the title I, of it? I do. The newest one is called Mindset Matters. Mindset Matters. Yeah, What's the idea if, behind we, the book? You know, if you can change your thinking, you can change your life. So often we limit ourselves. Even the Bible tells us that, you right. know, as a person thinks. I never could see myself accomplishing that. I never could see myself building a church like that. I never could see myself building a business. And you won't, right? Right. As a person thinketh, so are they. Whether you believe you can or whether you believe you can't, you're right. You're right. And so it's changing people's thinking. How do you how do you see yourself? You know, there's yep. different ways. You can see yourself how other people see you, may be good, may not be good. Right. I learned a long time ago, what other people think about you is none of your business. That is really good. You know, Eleanor Roosevelt said, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. That's so true. So you can go how other people see you. You can look at how, how you see you. Of course, right. we want to build a self-confidence as a leader. You need self-confidence. But then again, you know, people say things, do things to you that affect your self-esteem. I, I can right. think back of my whole life. And one time in high school, a girl broke up with me. She said, I'm breaking up with you. You got low self-esteem. I was like, well, thanks. That that helped. Right, right. You know, another time this girl called me. She said, hey, come over to my house. Nobody's home. I went over there. There was nobody home. <laughs> it's damaging to your self-esteem. But the third way to see yourself is to see yourself the way God sees I you. I love that. And uh, a friend of mine wrote a book called Godfidence. You know, it's not really just good. a confidence, but a God, not just knowing who I am, but knowing whose I am right. makes all the difference in the world. So we talk a lot about that, about how we limit ourselves by our own thinking. You know, um, you, you, you'll never leave Egypt till you can see yourself in Canaan. That's right. Really good. And so it's that's really kind of how the, can they get the book? Uh, it's available on Amazon, davemartin.org. It's available yep. there. Great. Uh, freedavemartinbook.com. Freedavemartinbook.com. I yeah. love that. Hey. And it's not your first book. This is. It's not, uh, as I mentioned earlier, yeah. um, you know, uh, my mentor is John Maxwell. Right. And he sold a few leadership books along the way. 35 million, by the way. 35 35. Million. That's a lot of books. That's a lot of books. I'm like, think if we just got a dollar from each. <laughs> he's doing pretty well. Yeah, he's my rich uncle. Yeah. Um, but uh, I said that. I said, between him and I now we have sold over 35 million books but <laughs> that that, that, that's my right there. Uh, that's my seventh uh my seventh book that's yeah. awesome Dave well, yeah. we're so honored to have you here and we'll, we'll get into some ways that people can get in touch with you and follow you and hear what you're doing I, I like to do a lightning round just before we get into our Uh-oh. subject today to get a little bit know a little bit about you all right any Netflix shows something you've watched recently you go you gotta watch it I love Blacklist. I'm yeah, a, I'm a Blacklist guy. Yeah. yeah. It's good. I've started it. I haven't, haven't kept up with it. I need to do it. All right. Uh, a book other than the Bible. You got, I got to recommend. A book other than the You're Bible. You're like, actually, uh, I, have a I have several. <laughs> DaveMartin.org. No. Um, a book other than the Bible. You know, there's a, it's an old book called Think and Grow Rich. Really? Uh, okay. By Napoleon Hill. Yeah. It's one of the classic self-help motivational books. Yeah. 
that has just and it's full of scripture it's pretty amazing i'll check yeah. it out that's awesome okay favorite cereal are you a cereal guy yeah uh cinnamon toast crunch same come on come on somebody let's go let's go i think out of everybody i've had on the podcast you're the first to say cinnamon toast crunch and it's my favorite it's the best it is absolutely the best and i drink the milk afterwards absolutely you have to it's It's the best why doesn't someone just make the milk like that (laughs) there you go (laughs) we'd all have diabetes of awesome all right last question if you could remove from the face of the planet a fast food restaurant remove it so that you would do the planet a service by saying nobody could ever eat there again Oh, wow. Um, Wendy's. No. What's your reason? Yeah, they just take so long. Their service is really bad. Yeah. It's really That's bad. probably the, the, it definitely wouldn't be Chick-fil-A. No. Are you a Chick-fil-A yeah. guy? Oh, I love Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah. we all are. Yeah, Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Yeah, you gave service a <laughs> message about Taco Bell. I was like, I don't know if anybody's ever admitted from our stage that they'd be at Taco Bell. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So you invest in leaders all the time. You are uh, someone that is so huge in making leaders get better. Uh, and one of your things is that leaders just need to keep growing. Why? Why? Yeah. You know, personal growth is your responsibility. If if you want tomorrow to be different than today, you've got to learn something today that will make tomorrow different. I think it's so important because the Bible tells us it is, right? right, right. Proverbs 1 verse 5, a wise person will increase in learning. So he tells us, hey, if, if you want to, if you want to get, if you if you want to get smart, get smarter than you are right now. Learn something different. I tell people all the time: if you're not doing as well as you'd like to be doing, whether it's leading a church, leading an organization, whether it's being a dad, there's just something you don't know. Right. And the difference between leaders is really what they know. And uh, and so I value leadership. I value information. I value books. Go to my house, four thousand books. But it, it's it's our responsibility to find the time. Right. Right. Because every leader um, thinks they're so busy. They don't have enough time. Right. Right. And if you don't make the time, time is all you've got. Right. Um, every it, people talk a lot about time management. And I don't really I don't really believe in time management. I believe in time investment. I believe really time good. is something you invest, not something you manage, because all God gave you was time. Right. right. Um, every country has a. A currency. America has the dollar. Mexico has the peso. Japan has the yen. England has the pound. Every country has a currency. Even heaven has a currency. Anything you need from God, anything you need from heaven, you receive by faith, right? right? right. So faith would be heaven's currency. Well, the earth has currency. Earth's currency is time. Wow. Anything you have today, you've traded your time for. It's really anything good. you don't have, you've just been unwilling to trade your time for. I didn't have friends. God gave me time. I traded my time with someone, and I built a friendship. It's really good. God didn't give me money. God gave me time. I traded my time with someone that gave me a paycheck. Rich people don't have more time than poor people. Poor people don't have less time. Everyone's got 24 hours in a day, right? Right. right. So there's 24 boxcars on your train to success every day. What you put in each of those boxcars determines what you get at the end of the day, right? The average American, I think I read the other day, watches six hours of television, Right. That's a day. Unreal. Right. I don't know what they're binge watching, what they're, you know, right. There's a lot of CSIs, Miami, New York, (laughs) Las Vegas. But if you took just one hour a day, a mentor challenged me years ago. What if you took one hour a day to invest in yourself? Right. Maybe you need to get up an hour early. Maybe you need to skip lunch. I probably need to do that. But uh, and you took that time to learn 
something new tomorrow, right. make it different than today. And so I really took on the, re- the responsibility of my personal growth and finding the time to, to read, to study, to listen to podcasts like right. Made for More right. that are going to help me grow a- as a leader and making that investment, deciding this block of time is, is going to make a difference down here. And well, so right. I think that's so valuable that we that we understand time, of right. course, number one, and value the time. Like if I have a meeting, my meetings have a beginning time and an ending time, right? Most people don't, well, we'll meet at four. Well, if I don't value my time, why would anybody else value my time? It's really right? good. Really you, have, good. you ever had someone go, hey, Pastor Aaron, just wasting some time. Thought I'd come see what you're doing. Right. That's you're like, now you're wasting my time too. Right. right. <laughs> All I've got is time. Right. So I've got to, I've got to invest it in the right places. So what do you think it is that is the common thread of people who stop growing? Like what, what, what keeps them from growing? You know, a lot of times when it was uh, John Wooden says, what counts most is what you learn after you know it all. That's a great phrase you know, right there. Uh, most people begin to think they know it all, right? right? Oh, I've done that. Yeah, I've, I've been there. Oh, yeah, I've already. And I think that's one of the biggest hindrances uh, to, to growth is getting to the place where you think you know it all. And there'll never be a day when you know it all. I walked in, my grandfather, he just passed away, but he was 93, 94 years old. He was reading a, a, a book. I said, what you reading, Grandpa? He looked, it was a self-help book. And I'm like, Grandpa, you're 93. Like, what right. else right. What else are you going to do? He said, well, I'm not dead yet. Oh, you're either that. growing or you're dying, right? Very good. If you're not moving forward, you're, you're moving backwards. You don't just stay where you are. Right. And so I think a lot of times, you know, we do use the excuse, well, I'm so busy, I got this and this. Right. But if you don't invest the time, you'll find yourself going backwards pretty quick. All right. So someone that's listened to this just feels like, man, I'm stagnant. I've got myself in a rut. How do I get out of that? Um, you know, I, beginning to make the changes that, that you need to make. Of course, learning and growing. But adaptability is one of the most common, un, one of the most powerful traits of great achievers and great leaders. I, I wrote a book called The 12 Traits of the Greats. Mm-hmm. And in there, one of the chapters is on adaptability. you got to be willing to change. And if especially you're, in this world today, oh, wow. things change so fast. If you don't, if you don't change now, you'll be a fossil before you know it, right? Wow. I mean, things are changing so quickly. The e-commerce since COVID, right? What, what it took five or six years has now, um, you know, happened in fifteen months, right? And so with the church, I know you have a lot of church leaders, especially yep. about fifty percent of what I do is in the corporate arena 50 percent in the church and and the church people are the slowest to, to change right. right yeah we have the bible the greatest success book ever written but we don't know the principles we talked about that right you know the difference between the person of jesus and the principles i thought this was so you brilliant know, explain the difference um, between for the, people the, today. the person of jesus prepares you for heaven the principles of jesus prepare you for earth wow and we like to shout, we like to run, we like to fall down, you know, right. old school. Yeah. Uh, people fall down broke, they get up broke, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Nothing's changing because they're not adapting the principles all throughout the Word of God are principles for our life. And if we'll put the practice of those principles, it'll, it'll make, it'll make the, the difference. So the principle of change is all throughout the Bible. Absolutely. Right? Renewing your mind. It's a daily thing. Right. I know a lot of times in the, you know, spirit-filled church, we thought it said, be transformed by the removal of your mind. Um, but it actually says the renewal of your mind. What does that mean? It means you got to change the way you think. I love that. And we get stuck because we don't change the way we think because we don't exercise our mind muscles right. uh, to, to see something different. It kind of worries me when we get to a place where I'm like, we've been doing this for a year or two now. Yeah. Something should have changed. Yeah. Like, there's no way it's still working 
if we've been doing it for the last couple of years. Well, I'll walk in and tell the staff, okay, the lobby, church, change it, change right. it all. Every two, every two or three weeks, even if right. I can. Right. Because you got to keep people's mind muscle, got to keep that change muscle growing and adaptable. And we get into we'll a get place. Stuck yeah, we'll quick. get stuck. One of the things that I admire most about you, you, there's a lot of things, but one is you have the ability to get around some high, high capacity leaders and learn from them. I mean, talking about Maxwell and some some of the great church leaders in the world today. Um, you're talking to a bunch of young leaders and they're like, how do I get in those rooms? How do I act in those rooms? How do I get around some people to make you think big? Like how, how did you develop that in your world? Yeah. Um, honor was huge, but serving, serving is how I, I opened the door to most of, of the rooms. I love to serve. I, I love to serve. So, and serve. Those are my two things. And if, uh, I'll carry Maxwell's bags any day. Right. Right. How can I serve? Just to just to get in the environment, just to get in the room. Right. How can I how can I add value? Is like what he likes to say. You know, the way I, I connected with uh Joel Osteen was helping him uh, put together a, a breakfast and connecting people to him and all of a sudden it opened up a door for a right. friendship and, and, and access and opportunity. But knowing how to honor those moments. Yes. And and not Capitalize is not the word, but um, to make the most of the of the moment. So many times I see people get in the presence of of a great leader and not show honor or not know how to not. I got a list of questions in my phone at any time. Right. Uh, I got people that I can't wait to meet. I just met a, a leader who I've been probably 20 something years trying to get someone to connect me with them. Finally, just within the past six months, for, for 10 years, I've had a list in my notes on my phone of questions. If I ever find this guy, wow. if I ever sit next to him on a plane, if I, someone ever actually connects me, I got questions I'm going to ask. I'm ready. And so I, I find that that's been the, the biggest opportunity. You know, I, I call it following the path of favor. Hmm. You know, I wrote a, a book called The Force of Favor, and that's where I found in that was just recognizing the law of recognition is one of the most powerful laws. Things are in our midst all the time. We just fail to recognize it. Right. And, and whatever you, whatever you recognize, you'll respect whatever you don't respect. will move away from you. Right. Right. No matter if it's a dog or if it's money, you know, if you don't respect it, it's not going to hang around. Right. Um, and so respecting, honoring where they've been has been probably the, the biggest key. Right. You know, any advice on what not to do when you're around them? What not to do. talk? Don't talk too much. That's great wisdom. Don't talk too much. It's great. I, I, I see people will get and just talk the whole time about all that they're doing. Right. You know, we can talk about what I'm doing later. I need right now. I got a moment. I need to learn something. I love the that. difference between where you are and where you want to be is what you know. So obviously, and, and I don't try to learn everything from one person, but I try to learn something from everybody. That's I've learned really so good. much from you today. Just yeah. listen and talk. Hey, well, how do you do? Tell me about this. Right. What What don't I know? There's something I don't know that's Absolutely. that's hindering me from getting where I want to be. Right. And so I want to I want to get in the presence. A mentor is people say there's no shortcut to success. Well, that's not true. A mentor is your shortcut to success. Right. Wow. Um, you're, they can't be your best friend. Your best friend likes you the way you are. Your mentor likes you too much to leave you the way you are. Right. Your friends are your cheerleaders, your mentors, your coach. And so you've got to have mentors in your life that will take you and that have open access. Hey, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Tell me, you know, I was with, we were talking about Maxwell, I was with him the other day and I, I got done speaking. I came off after I spoke and I said, tell me, 
you know, that right. afternoon. I'm like, what, what, what do I need to do? What, what didn't I do? I mean, to hold the mic wrong. What did I do? Just you're the one of the greatest communicators in the world. Right. I'm always wanting to learn. I could say, oh, I'm on the same stage now. I can do, you know, that'd be, that'd be ridiculous for me to right. do that. And so I think that's where people get to the place where almost like a false pride or arrogance keeps them from learning. Well, my church is this, my church is. Right. You know. Right. Having that teachable spirit and the fact yeah. that you've done so well with so many things that you're still getting off a stage going, how do I make this thing better? I and mean, we have 20 yeah. year old leaders in the church that'll get off a stage and think, oh man, I nailed that. And I'm yeah. like, the fact that you're not asking the right question is what a did I ask you after every service? Yeah. What can, what can I, I, do? I do? Are yeah. you okay with yeah. that? What, what, what do I need what, to adjust? What do you, yeah. I mean, that shows a lot about your ability. Uh, let's talk about anything else to maximize their growth. Like leaders are trying to be all that God's called them to be. Uh, what other wisdom would you give them to help maximize their growth? Um, you know, like I said, reading podcasts, but yeah. get, getting around other people. Yeah. You got You got to have relationships. It's like, you know, when you're playing sports, you always want to play with someone better than you. So you always want to get in the room with someone that's doing more than you. And, and don't just, if you're a preacher, don't just get around preachers. Right. Right. Get around. If you're, I, I try to always be around people outside of my industry. Um, Southwest airlines, they're known for being the quickest to turn their planes around and get new. How, how do they learn that? They learned it from NASCAR, from pit crews. They, they didn't go, let's, let's see what Delta's doing. Let's see what American's doing. They went outside of their comfort zone, out of, outside of their industry and said, okay, how are they, how are they doing this? How do they change wow. four tires, fill it up with gas and put them back out there? And, and, uh, that's where they learn. I, I, I get to sit, um, Lee Cockrell ran mm-hmm. Disney World. Uh-huh. So about every um, once a month, when I, when I lived in Orlando, now I live in Detroit, but once a month we'd have breakfast together. I'm a big Disney fan. Yes. And uh, so I would just sit and talk, talk. We were talking one day about pin trading. You know, pin yep. trading is yep. a big thing. So I said, how did that start? It started by them going outside of their industry. They went to the Olympics in Japan and was watching how they their show. We went to watch their show because right. you know the big shows at the end of the night, and uh, they noticed that the, the athletes from America were trading their flag with the guys from Brazil, no and Brazil way. was trading their flags with Portugal. And everyone was, you know, and they were trading these pins. They go, we should try this. What right. if we made pins of different characters and start trading them? Well, the the first year they made, I think he's told me. Seven million dollars or something on right. pins. Today they're making over a hundred million a year Just on trading pins. pins. But they looked outside. Hey, where can we see? So, so many often, especially in the church, we're always looking at right. other pastors. Right. I'm like, let's look outside. That's you want to grow. Get outside. What's Disney doing? What's right. you know that 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 we can do. All right. Any final wisdom? Young leaders listening to this today, they're just getting started out going, yeah, I want to take that. I want to grow. I want to be all. Any other wisdom you have for them? Yeah, I think the most powerful wisdom you can get is to find a mentor. Find someone that can pour into your life. It's the difference between where you are and where you want to be. They're going to pour wisdom into you. They're going to, uh, and you can listen to podcasts. I've got mentors I've never met, right? Right. I've just read the books and listened to the podcasts. But when you can get in the room, Make make your way into the room. Serve your way into the room. Uh, I, I've I've said, hey, look, I'll give you a thousand dollars if I can just have lunch with you. 
Yeah. Because I know what I'm going to learn is going to be more more valuable than that would ever be. You know? Right. So it takes some investment sometimes. It's really you good. know to get to get in the room. Uh, maybe they. I don't want anybody, but they have a foundation or they have something that. Right. Hey, I'll do this. Most most people actually will just they want to share. I mean, you, you want to remember the best way for me to remember what I learned is to share it with someone else. So I need a mentor, but I also need a protege. Right, because I've got to pour out everything that comes in. That's the best way to remember it. So I love that. So I'd find I'd find those relationships: a mentor and a protege. Learn, give, learn, and get. Let it just keep flowing through you. So much wisdom from Dr. Dave Martin. How do people get in touch with you? Uh, DaveMartin.org is the easiest way through our website, or uh, at Dr. Dave Martin on uh, all the social media. It's uh, awesome. Platforms. And you got a free book offer. Yeah, free DaveMartinBook.com. Uh, that's actually a book that came out earlier this year called Make That, Break That. It's all about how to develop habits Love that. in our lives. So often we're trying to um, break bad habits, but there's a scripture. All these principles are in the Bible. It's, it's amazing. Crazy. Romans, how do you overcome evil? You overcome evil with good. Right. How do you get rid of a bad habit? Create a new and better habit to overcome the old habit. So you just create a better habit. Um, and so I, I talk about the habit loop and how to develop habits. So all that's on, on there as well. Sweet. Well, we honor you. We thank you for taking some time to pour into these leaders. Let us know if you learned something today, make sure you, uh, share it with us. Uh, hit me up on Instagram. We are coming to new content every single month. First Wednesday of every month made for more. If you haven't hit that subscribe button on YouTube, hit it. If you haven't, make sure you subscribe right there on Spotify and follow us. We love you guys. Have a great month. We'll see you next month.